Innalhamdalillah Nahmaduhu wa nasta'inuhu wa nasta'ughfiruhu Wa na'udhu billahi min syururi anfusina wa min sayyiati a'malina Man yahdihillahu falamudillalah Wa man yudlil falahadiyalah Wa ashadu an la ilaha illallahu wahdahu la sharika lah Wa ashadu anna muhammadan abduhu wa rasuluh Salawatullahi wa salamuhu alayhi wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa sallama tasliman kathira Faqad qala Allahu ta'ala Ya ayyuhal ladhina amanu attaqullaha haqqa tuqatih Wala tamutunna illa wa antum muslimun Ya ayyuhal nasu attaqu rabbakum alladhi khalaqakum min nafsin wahidah Wa khalaqa minha zawjaha Wabatha minhuma rijalan kathira wa nisaa واتقوا الله الذي تساءلون به والأرحام إن الله كان عليكم رقيبا يا أيها الذين آمنوا اتقوا الله وقولوا قولا سديدا يصلح لكم أعمالكم ويغفر لكم ذنوبكم ومن يطع الله ورسوله فقد فاز فوزا عظيما أما بعد فإن أصدق الحديث كتاب الله وخير الهدي هدي محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم وشر الأمور محدثاتها وكل محدثة بدعة وكل بدعة ضلالة وكل ضلالة في النار أيها المسلمون عباد الله الصلاة من أجل الأعمال وأفضل الأعمال هي الركن الثاني من أركان الإسلام وهي عمود الإسلام أو مسلمون the Salah is indeed from the greatest and most importance of our deeds and it is the second pillar of this religion and in fact the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam described it as the pillar of the deen preserving the five daily prayers is of utmost importance in the life of a muslim and from the biggest of obligations in fact it is the biggest obligation after the obligation of our belief or the shahadatain in preserving the salawat we find a purification of the heart. We find a purification of the nafs as well as a beautification of our akhlaq and our mannerisms. However, none of this will be achieved. In fact, none of the benefits of the salah, which are numerous, will ever be achieved except if we are able to pray salah the way that we are supposed to make salah. Except, except that if we make salah with complete khushu' with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Except salah that comes with obedience and humbleness and humility and sincerity in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. With concentration and with focus. By pondering and reflecting over the qira'ah, the recitation, as well as the adhkar, while paying attention to our sujood and our ruku' and our standing and sittings in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is the salah that we indeed will benefit from. This is the salah that will have our sins forgiven by Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and this is the type of prayer where we will find peace and tranquility in and this is the type of prayer that will keep us away from fahsha, from indecencies or immoralities as well as sin. Ayyuhal Muslim, 
Maqamul Khushu' Al Qalb. The place of Khushu' We spell, we hear about Khushu' all the time. But where does Khushu' come from? Khushu' is found in the heart. And as we know, the heart is the king of the body. It's the leader of the limbs. And this is why the Prophet وسلم, said in a hadith, Ala wa inna fil jasadi mudha, idha salaha, wa idha salahat, salaha al jasadu kulluh. That indeed in the body there is a morsel of flesh. If this piece of flesh is sound, then the rest of the body will be sound. وَإِذَا فَسَدَتْ فَسَدْ الْجَسَدُ كُلُّ But if this piece of flesh is corrupted, then the entire body will be corrupted. أَلَا وَهِيَ الْقَلْبِ And this is the heart. This is the status of the heart to the rest of the body. If the heart is sound, the rest of our deeds and our limbs will be sound. And if the heart is corrupted, then this will have an effect on the rest of our deeds as well as our limbs. وَاللَّهُ مُسْتَعَانُ فقد رأى أمير المؤمنين الفاروق عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه رجلا يعبث في صلاته فقال لو خشع قلب هذا لخشعت جوارحه جوارحه عمر بن الخطاب رضي الله عنه said he saw a man making salah and the man was not focused the man was fidgeting he was moving around in the prayer and he said, if the heart of this individual had khushu', if his heart was focused, then his limbs would have been focused. If his heart was paying attention, then his limbs would have been paying attention. So we learn that the heart is the place of khushu'. And if our heart is focused on the prayer, if it is focused on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we will find the rest of our body will be focused during the prayer. We won't be looking around. We won't be fidgeting and moving around unnecessarily. All of this is a result that our heart is not paying attention. That our heart is not focused in the prayer the way it's supposed to be focused in the prayer. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in Surah Al-Mu'minun He praises the believers or He describes the believers and He says قَدَ أَفْلَحَ mu'minun." That indeed the believers, they are successful. They are the successful ones. And then he gives us a description of the believers. Later on in the description comes, there are those who preserve their salah. Ala salawatihim yuhafidun. But the first description, even before this description, even before mentioning those who preserve their prayers, maintain their prayers, the first description, قَدْ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ هُمْ فِي صَلَاتِهِمْ خَاشِعُونَ They are those who make salah with khushu'. They are those who are focused and concentrating in their prayers. Humble and submissive in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in their prayers. And this is the salah of the mu'minun. This is the salah of the, of the true believers. That when they stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they stand with humbleness, submissiveness, and full concentration. And full concentration. Imam Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah, he said, Salatul munafiqeen, 
salatu abdan la salata qulub salatul munafiqin salatu abdanin la salata qulubin ibn al-qayyim rahimahullah he made a powerful statement and he said the salah of the hypocrites the salah of the munafiqs is the salah of the bodies and not the salah of the hearts the salah of the munafiqin is the salah is the physical aspect of the prayer only is the physical aspect of the prayer only and it's not the salah of the hearts meaning when the hypocrites prayed they could make the actions of the salah they could easily fulfill actions of the salah but the amount of focus and khushu' and concentration there was in their prayer was non-existent and this is the difference between the believers and the hypocrites may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala protect us Ibn al-Qayyim rahimahullah also said لِلْعَبْدِ بَيْنَ يَدَيِ اللَّهِ مَوْقِفًا that the slave each slave he has two positions of standing in front of Allah. Mawqifan. Mawqif bayna yadayhi fi salah wa mawqif bayna yadayhi yawma liqaihi. He will stand in front of Allah when he stands for salah. And he will stand in front of Allah the day when he meets Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Faman qama bihaqqi al-mawqif al-awwal he says, whoever stands, whoever stands truly, the way he's supposed to stand, in the first standing, in the standing of this dunya, in the standing of our salah, then the standing, this next standing, the second standing, in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, on the day of qiyamah when he meets him, will be easy for him. That second standing will become easy for him. وَمَنِ اسْتَهَانَ بِهَذَا الْمَوْقِفِ وَلَمْ يُوَفَّهُ حَقَّهِ شَدَّدَ عَلَيْهِ ذَلِكَ الْمَوْقِفِ And he said, whoever is heedless regarding this standing and does not stand before him the way he should, then that standing on the day of Qiyamah will be made difficult for him. وَاللَّهُ الْمُسْتَعَانِ So this is the position of Salah. And this is the position of al-khushu' fi salah of not just making the salah but performing the salah in the best possible way but actually giving the salah its haq actually giving the salah its due right and the way that it's supposed to be performed this is what we should be striving for this is what we should be working on as believers may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala rectify our fears ayyuhal muslimun Indeed, the salah becomes difficult upon some of us. It becomes burdensome upon some of us. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala informs us, <coughs> informs us of this. And He informs us that the only exception are the people who pray with khushu'. The only exception are the people who pray with focus and concentration and humbleness and submissiveness in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in Surah Baqarah, وَاسْتَعِينُوا بِالصَّبْرِ وَالصَّلَاةِ And seek assistance through patience and prayer. 
We all know this verse. Seek help through, seek assistance through your sabr and through your prayers. But then Allah says, وَإِنَّهَا لَكَبِيرَةٌ إِلَّا عَلَى الْخَاشِعِينَ وَإِنَّهَا لَكَبِيرَةٌ إِلَّا عَلَى الْخَاشِعِينَ That indeed that prayer, that sabr, is a burden. It's difficult, except for the khashi'een. Except for the people who pray the way they're supposed to pray. All of this, there's lessons in this for us. Number one, we can ask ourselves the question, what is the state of our salah? And how much of the burden is the salah upon us? If it is a burden upon us, it means we are not making salah the way we're supposed to make salah. If it is becoming a burden, or it is already a burden, it means there's no khushu' or there's very little khushu' in the salah. And it means that we have to fix up our prayers. That we have to fix up the state and the condition of our salah. Inna Allah tayyibun la yatbalu illa tayyiban. Indeed, Allah is pure. And he only accepts that which is pure. When Allah wants deeds from us, he always wants the best of deeds. He always wants the best of deeds. He's the one who created life and death to test you and to see whom from among you are best indeed. Who are those who perform the best of deeds? The way the deeds are supposed to be performed. When this is of course with ikhlas, and according to the sunnah of the Prophet free from major or minor shirk, and free from any aspect of bid'ah. But along with this, is the aspect of khushu'. Along with this is the aspect of ihsan. The aspect of fulfilling the act of worship in the best possible manner. It's easy for us to elaborate on this verse and all, we always mention this, this tafsir of Hudayr ibn Iyad. Where he said, Ahsanu amala is akhlas wa aswab. That which is the most sincere and the most correct. But sometimes we don't elaborate on the part or the aspect of ihsan. Which is, inshallah there's no shirk. And inshallah there's no bid'ah. But what is the condition of the worship? What is the level of khushu' in that act of worship? Because we could still be falling into Salatul Munafiqeen, Salatul Abdan, La Salat Qulub. As Ibn Al-Qayyim said, that the Salat the Munafiqeen is just physical. It's just the physical actions and there's no Salat of the heart. There's no salah of the heart. The Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he said in a hadith, in Sahih Muslim, that there's no Muslim who performs the fard prayer, and he perfects the wudu for that salah. وَخُشُوعَهَا وَرُكُوعَهَا And he perfects the khushu' of that prayer as well as the ruku' of that prayer. إِلَّا كَانَتْ 
kaffaratun lima qablaha minal dhunub ma lam yu'ti kabira he says except that this prayer will be an expiation of the sins that came before it excluding the major sins excluding the major sins and then he said wa dhalika dahra kullahu and this would apply forever meaning for every single prayer if you did it the way it's supposed to be prayed you perfected the wudu you perfected the khushu' as well as the ruku and the rest of the salah then this will be an expiation of your sins as long as time goes on excluding the kabira meaning the major sins requires special tawbah that major sins require tawbah but again what we learned from the hadith is that when we pray the way we're supposed to pray by perfecting that khushu' by performing wudu properly by making salah properly then this becomes an expiation of the sins and we can say from this that the more khushu' you have the more you strive to perfect the prayer the more your sins are forgiven and the less the less your sins are forgiven and this is also proven in terms of our reward in terms of our reward for the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam mentioned that a person will make salah and he won't receive except half or a third or a quarter or an eighth or a tenth of the reward some people will only get this amount and this is because the quality of their prayer was seriously lacking the quality of their prayer was not where it's supposed to be so they only get an eighth or a tenth or a third depending on the quality of the salah the prophet sallallahu alaihi wasallam also mentioned to us that the moment the iqama is done there are special shayateen there are special shayateen their role and their job is to disturb us in the prayers so the moment the iqama is done aqbala hatta yahula bayna rajul wa bayna qalbihi those shayateen they come until they enter between a man and his heart yaqulu udhkur kada udhkur kada Remember this, remember that. Remember this, remember that. And he brings up things that wasn't, wasn't even on your mind. And all of a sudden you're thinking about something that happened years ago. Or you're thinking about something that happened a while ago. Well, it could be something recent. But this, this is the tricks of the shaitan. That he will come to you and tell you, remember the following, remember this. And just his whole aim is to disturb your prayer. His whole aim is to take away from your, from your salah. And this is why we have to understand the moment we stand on the musallah, the moment we are ready to pray. Yes, it's between us and Allah, but there's also adu Allah. There's also the enemies of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who are present, who will come and disturb us and distract us and take away from our prayers. In fact, the Prophet said his name is Khinzab. This devil's name is Khinzab. And when you hear the waswasa, 
when you start to get these thoughts, he said, Ista'idh billah. Firstly, seek refuge in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the moment you get confused or you get distracted, say, A'udhu billahi min shaytanir rajeem. And then spit dryly over your left shoulder. A, a slight dry spit with no spittle, a dry spit over your left shoulder, you spit three times. And the Prophet advised one of the Sahaba with this, and he said, when I did this, he was taken away from me. Yani the shaytan was distanced from him. So this is something that happened even to the Sahaba. But this is what we should do. And of course, we should prepare ourselves before the prayer. We should be prepare ourselves before the salah. And this is taught throughout the sunnah of the Prophet wasallam That you don't make salah when the food has been served. You don't make salah if you need to relieve yourself. Why? Because these things will disturb you from the prayer. You don't pray if there's anything distracting around you. The Prophet prayed in the Khamisa one day, a type of shirt, and it had some marks on it. When he finished, he, he gave the shirt away. He went to exchange it for something else, and he said, it distracted me in the prayer. And he immediately got rid of it. And this should be the way of the mu'min. That before he prays, he makes sure he's in the best condition. He relieves himself, he's himself, he dresses appropriately. He doesn't have to worry, is my aura going to be exposed in the sujood or in the ruku'? All of this is taken care of before he prays. So that when he prays, there's no distraction. When he prays, he's made it easier for himself to focus 100% on the greatest of worship. The, the greatest of worship, which is our salah in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. أقول هذا القول وأستغفر الله العظيم لي ولكم ولوالدي ولوالديكم ولسائر المسلمين من كل ذنب فاستغفروه إنه هو الغفور الرحيم. الحمد لله على إحسانه والشكر على توفيقه وامتنانه وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلوات الله وسلامه عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وسلم تسليما مزيدا أيها المسلمون عباد الله قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم صلوا كما رأيتموني أصلي رواه البخاري في صحيحه that the Prophet said, pray the way that you've seen me pray. Make salah the way you've seen me make salah. Pray the way that I pray. And the apparent meaning of the hadith is well, it's clear. That the way we make salah is supposed to be according to the sunnah of the Prophet As best and as close as possible. However, many a times, we limit this understanding to the physical aspect of the salah alone. So we study Sifat al-Salah, which is from the most important chapters of it, that we study the description of the prayer, how to pray salah in the best possible way, and how to pray salah properly. And this is of utmost importance. But part of this hadith, part of this hadith is the aspect of khushu'. 
because this is how the Prophet ﷺ prayed. Part of this hadith is that you follow the sunnah in making salah with khushu' and focus and concentration. And not just the physical aspect of the prayer. It's narrated that the sahaba would stand. Some of them would make ruku and sujood. And birds could sit on their backs. Well, this is how still they were. This is how focused they were. Today, we only give importance to the physical aspects. And we even go into extremes with it. And we will judge people based on it. So we will say to the next person, or think in our minds, Fulan doesn't pray according to the sunnah. Fulan didn't place his hands where I place my hands. Fulan didn't move his finger the way I move my finger. And he didn't raise his hands when I raised my hands. He doesn't know the sunnah. <coughs> but that brother came out of the prayer closer to Allah Azza wa Jal than you did. He came out of the prayer with his sins forgiven. Your salah was focused on his salah. His salah was focused on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Perhaps you knew one or two sunnah more than he did. But he's given more importance to the salah than you did. He's given more importance to the actual aspect and the lubbah and the spirit of the salah than you have. And this is where we are falling short. This is where we are falling short and this is all the tricks of the shaitan. This is all the ploys of the shaitan. You focus on Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, you can advise the next brother, this is the sunnah of the Prophet sallallahu this is the evidence, you should pray in this manner. But focus on your own prayer. Focus on your own khushu'. Make sure you are focused and not focus on the way his hand and finger is and where his feet is and, and everything else. Because that doesn't concern you. That doesn't concern you. What concerns you is, is my salah going to be accepted? Is my salah good enough that Allah is going to accept it? Is my prayer keeping me away from sin? Inna salata tanha anil wal munkar. Allah said the salah keeps you away from immoralities, indecencies, and all sin. Is my prayer keeping me away? The Prophet said the coolness of my eyes was put in the salah. Is our salah like this? Where we can't wait to make salah? Or is it a burden upon us? These are the questions we need to ask ourselves. And this is where we will benefit ourselves and our salah, inshaAllah ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to rectify our fears and to make us of those who make salah with proper khushu'. Ameen rabbal alameen. Hadha wa sallu wa sallimu. Ra'akumullah ala bashir nadheer. Muhammad ibn abdillah. Kama amarakumullahu bithalika fi kitabih. Faqala azza min qailin alima. Inna allaha wa malaikatahu yusalluna ala nabi. Ya ayyuhaladheena amanu sallu alayhi wa sallimu taslima. Faqala sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. من صلى علي صلاة صلى الله عليه بها عشرة اللهم صل على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما صليت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وبارك على محمد وعلى آل محمد كما باركت على إبراهيم وعلى آل إبراهيم إنك حميد مجيد وارض اللهم عن الخلفاء الراشدين أبي بكر وعمر وعثمان وعلي وعن بقية الصحابة والتابعين وتابع التابعين وعنا معهم بمنك وكرمك وإحسانك يا أكرم الأكرمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين اللهم أعز الإسلام والمسلمين 
وأذل الشرك والمشركين ودمر أعداءك أعداء الدين يا مولانا يا رب العالمين اللهم صل المسلمين والمستضعفين في كل مكان اللهم وكن لهم ناصرا ومعينا ومؤيدا وحفيظا اللهم وعليك بأعداء الدين فإنهم لا يعجزونك ربنا هب لنا من أزواجنا وذرياتنا قرة أعين وجعلنا للمتقين إماما اللهم إنا نسألك الهدى والتقى والعفة والغنى يا مقلب القلوب ثبت قلوبنا على دينك اللهم يا مصرف القلوب صرف قلوبنا على طاعتك ربنا آتنا في الدنيا حسنة وفي الآخرة حسنة وقنا عذاب النار عباد الله رحمكم الله وصلى الله على نبينا محمد وعلى آله وأصحابه أجمعين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين وأقيم الصلاة